Farzine Vasugin here for another episode of Farzcast. I should do another one of these. Not as big of a hiatus as we were last time. So uh, I believe it's the first Farzcast of 2024. So uh, if I haven't talked to you guys uh, uh, since then, Happy New Year to all of you. Hope your 2024 is going well. Hope you're staying warm. Hope good things are happening to you so far. Uh, I'm very excited about this podcast. A lot of uh, headlines we're going to be talking about here. Melody McAllister joining me for this episode of Farzcast. Melody, how are you? I am great, Farz. Good to see you. Um, I always love coming on here with you. Yes. Uh, well, I'm glad you love coming on because I love it when you're on. Uh, we always have a good time. We always uh, talk some funny shit on this podcast. So, uh, yeah, why not? Are you getting feedback from me? I am not getting feedback from you. I can hear you. Okay, great. Just making sure. Okay. All right. Um, nonetheless, uh, a lot of things to get into. Obviously, you know, since it's been a while since we've done it. Yeah. I, I Now it does make sense. We have not done a podcast in 2024 because one of the headlines we're discussing has to do with Christmas. This is actually a funny one. Um, so we'll just start with this one here. Uh, a three-year-old in North Carolina opened all of the Christmas presents under the tree in the middle of the night at what time was it? I think it's I think it's, it was like around 3 a.m. So the kid woke up a three year old. Uh, he woke up his parents asking for a pair of scissors, because once you open some of the toys, those toys, you know, they're they're wrapped up and everything. You got to cut the um, the uh, oh, what, what what's that thing toys called? out of the box? Yeah, out of the box. But some of them are like uh, zip tied up. So, so you need something. Um, and the parents were like, why the hell does my three-year-old want a, a, a scissors? Uh, so they go downstairs and they see all the presents are open. Uh, have you ever, you have five kids. Have, have you and your, your husband ever dealt with anything like this on Christmas? I'm not organized enough to have all my presents wrapped. Like, uh, before I finished wrapping all our presents on Christmas Eve. So nobody has time to do any of that. Fair enough. Um, I've always like wondered, like this has to be a common theme across the United States. You would think, I mean, like, okay, this person ended up putting this their own child on the news for this, but surely there are other families in the United States that deal with this kind of thing. Oh, sure. We used to like shake our gifts to see if we could guess what they were, you know, when I was growing up. So the, the parents, according to the news report, had a talk with their kid about the importance of opening their own presents. Uh, (laughs) Melody, how would you, how would you, uh, talk to your kids about not opening presents in the middle of the night? I'd slap them. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, Oh, (laughs) Hey, um, I feel like I mean, honestly, you can't control that. I mean, kids are going to do what they're going to do. You can like say, hey, you know, don't wrap, don't um, unwrap these until Christmas when we all unwrap them together, blah, blah, blah. But that three-year-old probably can't read, has no idea. Even if the names are on the packages, that three-year-old was on a mission. That three-year-old was going to do what he was going to do. You know, like there was no stopping. And again, we have five kids. We've got um, three animals. I That's why, one of the reasons why. You know, we wait until we do to put them all under the tree, not just only because we're very disorganized people, but also to just keep from that happening. So, okay, well, as a as a single dude with no kids, I will uh, make note of that whenever uh, when and if I ever cross that bridge, by the way. uh, Oh, we need to get you a lucky lady. uh, Yeah, I'm not 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 anytime soon. Um, (laughs) Someone was asking me the other day. They're like, what are you going to get married? I'm like, I am in no hurry whatsoever. Like, absolutely no hurry. Listen, 
there's someone who I follow on Twitter. They're like, oh, I'm 32, and I, I don't know if I'll ever get married. I'm like, fuck, man, I'm the same age, and I that's the last thing I'm worried about right now in life. Um, well, to be fair, though, Farzine, you're able to enjoy life a little bit differently than most people. Like, I, I very few people in my life are as content and happy as you are. Like, I don't ever see you, like, the only time I see you pissed off is when the Chiefs are playing bad. Otherwise, you're very <laughs> chill. Like, we are, most of us are not that way. Also, I grew up, like, in a real, you know, Christian-type evangelical setting. So it was like, we were supposed to get married, and that pressure was on us. Like, that's what we were meant to do. I mean, probably you got to bypass that, huh? Yeah. But it wasn't for you. No. By the way, I was going to ask you about the Chiefs, so I'm glad you brought that up. Did you see that game on Sunday? I did. Okay. It when was a, It was a nail-biter. When that kicker, when Tyler Bass missed... First of all, like when they didn't get the touchdown in the end, uh, right before the field, I was like, great. Patrick's going to get the ball with two timeouts with a minute 40 left. And then I was like, wait a minute. This kicker missed two field goals last week. One of them was blocked. The other one was like terrible. And it was a shorter field goal. I'm like, wait a minute. He's going to miss. This is 44, 45 yards. And when he missed... When it went like it first, like looked like it was gonna go in, but then it curved to the right. I'm guessing the wind had a factor in that. I lost my shit. I was like, "We fucking did it." We this whole thing about Buffalo playing in Buffalo, away from Arrowhead, Mahomes playing a road game. The Chiefs took a big shit on that. Listen, when you went live on halftime. There was this guy in your comments and he was just blasting the Chiefs. I mean, he was a major hater and it took all I could not to like, you know, say anything back to him. And then I thought after we win, I'm going to go back and I'm going to say something to him. But I didn't because you never know if he's a psycho or not. But I just thought of that guy he was so arrogant and just bashing the Chiefs. And I thought, oh, that guy, he is probably crying. Right wait, now. wait, wait, wait. It was it was only one guy. Only, only one person that I saw, everybody else was like our friends. You know, they were happy oh. in Chiefs Kingdom. I had more haters than that. What happened to them? Oh, okay. Anyway, let's give that <laughs> so, go. Let, oh, go ahead. Said, um, her neighbor, Ashley, says her neighbors messaged her asking if the Chiefs won because she got so loud. <laughs> um, I was about to say, let's give that other guy 15 more minutes of relevancy because someone has to give it to him. Uh, anyway, uh, let's move on. Uh it was a good game. Melody, your kids, I, I mean, I assume your kids are on YouTube a lot, yes? Yes, unfortunately. Oh, my God, it's the worst thing invented ever. Okay. Do uh, Shout-outs to everyone watching on YouTube, by the way. Uh, the worst thing uh, ever invented, according to Melody. Um, are, do kids, they, the do they, listen, there are a lot of YouTube influencers or whatever you want to call them, YouTube celebrities out there. I used to watch a few of them when I was in high school. Um... Do you know, like, if your kids follow, like, if they have a specific, like, favorite YouTuber? Yeah, I mean, they have they have several, and they're all terrible. Okay. I mean, like, it's like when I when they're on the TV, like, I just want to, you know, just, ugh, I want to slap somebody. It makes me so ill just to see these people. Are they yes. Logan Paul fans by chance? Um, I don't. Let me let me Google him really quick. Hopefully, Logan Paul? Ho hopefully not. What's up with Logan Paul? I don't know. The guy's a douche. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately he and Patrick Mahomes have partnered up with Mahomes is now an investor in prime energy drink. So, cause he posted a picture with Randy Mahomes, but anyway, uh, th the point I'm trying to get at here is, you know, there are a lot of YouTubers 
that create content and have a massive following, not only do they have a big uh-huh. following, th- I mean, they've got a very passionate following. The f- people who follow them love these people. Um, uh-huh. But YouTubers do a lot of stupid shit. So, for example, right. in recent weeks, one YouTuber who does a lot of pranks in person, he was arrested for dumping dog feces on a woman on a train in Belgium. Uh, another YouTuber crashed a small airplane in Santa Barbara County. California for a stunt he wanted to film online. Um, I don't know if you ever saw this. I think about a year ago around this time, uh, there was a YouTuber who, who, you know, does these weird like in-person pranks, just like messing with people or messing with people in Walmart or whatever, the mall, wherever. Uh, He actually got shot because he was trying to mess with someone and was following them. And this, this guy was working for Uber Eats and he didn't know like why this person would follow him. So he, pull out his gun and shot him. He's okay, fortunately, but it's like, you know, these these YouTubers, uh, what are you really trying to do to go viral? Are you do you really need to dump dog shit or crash a goddamn airplane to get views? That is so crazy. That is that is really 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 messed up. I I I just saw this Logan Paul and it looks like he does a lot of very very controversial stuff. Um but yeah, I can't even imagine and I hope that if he did get shot, that at least that went viral because I mean that was some hard work right there. But <laughs> it, it went viral in 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 court. It definitely did. That is insane. I mean, the, that like button has such a powerful, you know, um, hold over us. But I'm going to tell you, I don't just like the like button. I want the love button. If we're on Facebook, I I, I hate it when people just like it something. I want them to love something. You only like my posts, Farzine, just so you know, you never love them. But anyway, oh, my bad. Anyway, that it has such a powerful hold on us. The likes, the views, you know, um, even I get stressed out with my TikTok because I had almost 130,000 followers at one time. And it's so stressful to try to keep up with that. And once I peaked and started going down I, for a long time, I thought, how can I get my numbers back up? And now I'm just like, I just got too much life going on. I can't keep up with that. It's one, you know, and I just, maybe this summer I'll get back to it. I don't know, but it's, it's, it, it is. I feel that if you really care about that, if that's your way of income, then I guess that's why you got to be so extreme. Yeah. And I'm not, I, I'm with you. Like I'm not dogging on anyone that ma- can make money. Cause I know there are a lot of people who don't believe in YouTube or don't believe that you, you can make money off YouTube or any of that stuff. But to me, it's yeah. like these people that try to gain money off, you know, pranking people, random people, they don't know. Um, by the way, I think I showed you a video once. Um, there was a guy who was like a famous YouTuber from Wichita. I can't remember his name, but he went to like my high school, my high school's football game. And it just so happened Patrick Mahomes and Brittany were there because they were there with Matt Nagy, the offensive coordinator of the chiefs and his son, uh, Nagy's son plays quarterback for uh, the high school. And, um, it just so happened when they showed up, Patrick Mahomes was there. They actually got in front of the, the fence and they wanted to approach Mahomes, and it uh, the principals, uh, the assistant principals, had to like get between them right away. They're like, "No, dude, we don't know how you got here, but you can't be on the track. You got to go back." And uh, right. I know you weren't too happy about that, which I understand. Yeah, like that the, really pissed me off. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. Like, and even like the guy who was there, there were a lot of kids who recognized him when we're taking selfies with him. Like, so obviously these people again, like they have a passionate following, but it's like, man, what are you doing for? Because that same guy. He goes to Walmart and one of his like things to do is to jump on coolers and just 
say weird shit on top of the refrigerators. I'm like, if it make, if it makes you money, great. But is this like the only way you can get money is to do stupid shit in public? And is it worth it for the consequences? And here's the thing, like, this is what pisses me off about it because somebody else has to clean up that mess, you know? And it's like such a disregard for the other people that are working, that have to take responsibility or just taking eyes off um, what needs to be secure. You know, at that game, the one that you were talking about where that YouTuber was trying to get closer to the Mahomes. Yeah. It's like he, he could have jeopardized so many people's safety. And then, and, and then, Let's say that he had made it through. What is it? He's setting like a precedent for other people to act like asses to get, you know, what they want. And, you know, when you're when you're at a school district thing or a school uh, affiliated, you leave that alone. Like kids need to be safe. There's too much danger already at schools like just that. To me, that was a big no. And I think it's sad that people have to go to such extreme behavior to just get likes. But again. Those likes are so powerful, right? I mean, they have a hold yeah. over me. And some people have no control over that. I mean, they literally, their self-control takes a back seat and they're just, they all they see is that one thing. So crazy. We're going to stick with schools here. Uh, a high school soccer coach, this is actually really interesting. Uh, you see headlines like this every once in a while. A high school soccer coach was arrested, released on a $10,000 bond for allegedly spending $5,000 at a strip club wait for it, using the school's credit card. Uh, J.D. Bales, who is now a former assistant uh, soccer coach at a high school, who also worked as a special special education teacher at a middle school, uh, he claimed the money w- uh, spent at a strip club um, was a fraudulent charge. Interesting. Uh, but evidence showed otherwise. He has since resigned from both coaching and his special education job Earlier in the year, six of his players were arrested for alleged hazing. So obviously, this is not a very um, a very well coached team. If you have players that are doing that kind of thing, but man, a high school coach using the 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 school's credit card to uh, go to the strip club, uh, money well spent, I guess. Yeah, I, I was thinking it was a wrong card too. Someone said it could be a wrong. I I mean, I could see where it was a wrong card, but at the same time, like, has this guy? gotten away with so much that he had the arrogance to believe that he could do this and get away with it like what the hell was going through his mind to think that i can go to the strip club and throw it down why but i don't think it was the wrong card because i doubt he would spend thousands of dollars of his own money at a strip club i think that he purposely used that card because he was gonna use it so so many thousands or whatever right rack it up okay i gotta be honest like i've never been to a strip club and the idea does not sound great at all like you're getting teased essentially i mean yeah maybe maybe someone's from there is willing to go home with you that night not sure if that's um ideal i mean you're better off like getting someone on tinder for the night um (laughs) Like $5,000, like if you give me $5,000 to spend right now, I-, I will spend it on like way better things than the goddamn strip club of all places. This guy has gotten some problems, you know, I mean, you're right. I, I could think of a lot of things to spend 5000 dollars on too but you know what this is why you're such a catch this is why you're such a great catch farzine that you haven't been to one that you have no desire to be at one you are seriously awesome there's got to be a special woman out there for you you are not letting go of this are you melanie once tried to introduce me to a friend of hers (laughs) 
in Texas. And I was just like, okay, sure. I'll let you like do no, it. I'm not. She was in Missouri. She's in Missouri too. Oh, you, you told me. She's in Missouri. You told me she's in Texas. Oh, this might be a different person. Maybe yeah. I did twice. Oh. I've done this twice. <laughs> oh, you've done this twice <laughs> to the same person. You're like, oh, wait, I tried to hook you up with that person. Nope, that don't work. <laughs> yeah, okay. The one in Texas was probably, I think, I can't really truly remember. I know one of them was a little bit older than you, and I'm like, um, I could be, you know, I, I haven't, I think I've been to a strip club maybe one time. I could, I could help you, but I mean... <laughs> I don't know if that's the good, the best place to find somebody. So forget that. But for sure, let's do Vegas. We got to do Vegas. I was, I I was just about to say, like, how much how much do people spend at a strip club in Vegas of all places? <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and, and by the way, like the other part of the story too, where like six of his players were arrested. I think that just tells you, like, you know, I think that this was like a blessing in disguise for the high school. That okay, if sure. if you cannot get your players to, you know, uh, stay in class, just you know, stay out of trouble, then this guy, you need a new coach anyway. You can't get your coach to stay in class. You know, same thing, right? If you can't get the, what, what was this coach? I just want to know the history of this coach. Why did he think that he could actually get away with it? Because it's probably, if you look at his past, he probably has gotten away with some crazy stuff. And that's why he literally did what he did. And, and you know, then tried to get out of it before he finally resigned. I'm, uh, this is just speculation. I don't know this man. Yeah, I don't either. Um, do you, uh, were you ever involved in like clubs or anything like that in high school or college? Um, yeah, I, was, I thought I thought that question was going to turn into be such a different question. Well, yes, well, okay, yes. hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm afraid to ask, and I might regret it. But what did you think I was going to ask? <laughs> we were talking about clubs. I thought you were going to ask me like, what kind of clubs did I go to? <laughs> but yes, <laughs> like, I, and I don't, I don't frequent them that much anymore. I did go to a club with my um, niece, who's like my same age just a year younger um, over Christmas break. And I felt like such an old person. I'm like, never again, never again. But I'm sorry. I, I, was I, 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 to your defense, I can understand why you would think that. I just realized that in my head. <sighs> yeah. I, um, I, I, but at, in high school, yes, I was involved in a lot of clubs. I was in the Spanish club. I was in future teacher of America club and um, other things that are not coming to my mind because I'm old and I forget all these things. Was there ever a, uh, was I, um, I was just in broadcasting. So that's, that's like the only thing I was in. So yeah, that, that, took, cool. that, that brought, if you're involved in like student media, whether it's like the school newspaper or the school, like TV sh uh, station or whatever, oh, that takes yeah, up a lot of time. Paper. Yeah, that and I'm doing a school paper at my middle school. I'm teaching an online, we're doing an online school paper at what oh, that's one of the specials that I teach. Nice. Yeah. Um yeah. it's funny when my, anyway, when my brother was graduating from middle school, they had my high school principal talk at his middle school graduation. And I knew who he was all obviously because I went to that high school. And he was just like, Yeah, you know, if you guys want to start a club, you can start any club. You can start a Pokemon club if you want. I'm like I don't know if middle schoolers care for Pokemon. I think they kind of like grow out of that, but do. I, don't, I don't know. No, no, no. I have a lot of middle school students that still love Pokemon. My son loves Pokemon. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, when I, I was have in adult friends that still like Pokemon. When I was in middle school, if you like Pokemon, you were considered 
like a child and uh, okay all right I, I don't know maybe this generation's different i guess who knows it's totally different um we're getting way off topic here anyway there is a <laughs> high school in good old olathe kansas of all places uh they approved of a satan club uh, a petition was created to prevent this club from being formed, which gained over 7,500 signatures. Now, this was like right before Christmas time. So I don't know like what the story is with this now. I tried to look it up. I think the story just kind of like went away. But the school district pushed back against those who were upset with the club by saying the students have their First Amendment right to create this club. Um, but people were still very angry about this. Um, but the school district said they are willing to approve of any club as long as they go through the application process. And listen, it's not like, you know, the application process to like apply to be like a politician. It's like a very simple, they basically say yes, as long as like, it's nothing bad. Um, (laughs) Satan club. Satanists get a bad rap. Okay. They are not what you think. And I bet you that. Put a youth group compared to a Satan club or you're going to get nicer people in the Satan's club because it's not what you think. Um, and I'm and I'm not I'm not a believer. I belong in there, but they are actually more inclusive and they don't do evil things. That's not what they do. Um, the, I'm sure the church would say otherwise. But of course, they also told us that if we listen to our albums backwards, we would get all these evil messages, you know, scared the hell out of us as growing up. But. I, I, I don't know, like they the school district did the right thing um, because it's called free speech, you know, and if these it probably I'm sure it was Christians who came and said, you know, of course, they didn't want this club or whatever. And I'm sure they did no research at all. They just listened to some preacher or somebody that they listened to instead of think for themselves. And of course, they they fought this club. But honestly, I have actually read a little bit more about like these these clubs and it's more like an atheist type. You know, um, I would. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna research a little bit more. But these, they're usually really good people, and they're really just looking for a way for people to be included. And they're not out to like do anything evil or disgusting or grotesque. I think that the Satan part of it is real, just shock value. Um, but I, I could be wrong or whatever. But uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think if there was ever like a. A club that was maybe a little weird when I was in school. I, I can't really say I, I cared enough at the time. Um, yeah, I think I agree with you. Like the Satan part is like a shock value. And perhaps that's like a catchy part too to like get people to like pay attention because, uh, you know, it, it, it's obviously a selling point. But um, here's my thing. Like, y- you know, these parents and all these people that like signed a petition to want to prevent this club from happening. Here's my reaction to this. Like. There are far worse things that happen in schools other than a sink. Like there is obviously bullying, which not to say bullying will ever go away, unfortunately, if we're being honest. Right. But the, plus, you also have some teachers that, you know, if um, if enough students are willing to like speak out, there are certain teachers that maybe uh, do some things they shouldn't do. Like, shouldn't there be like a focus on? And you also mentioned school safety earlier. I think we have other things yeah. to worry about inside uh, school grounds than uh, a Satan club, in my opinion. Right. I, and this is, I thought I was right. So let me read this. It says, actually, self-identity Satanism is recent and is thought to have begun with the founding of the Church of Satan by Anton Levy in the United States in 1966, an atheistic group that does not believe in a literal Satan, sharing historical connections and family resemblances with Satanism. But it's, they're not really like into devil worship. So 
we think, oh my gosh, devil worship, but it's not really that. I have friends here in Alaska that are pagans. And, you know, I grew up thinking that pagans were Satanists and devil worships or devil worshipers or whatever, but it's not. I mean, it's not necessarily a religion that I would choose, but the people that I know and these different types of religion are really good people and they're really clued into nature. So I think it would be a good thing just to kind of open our mind and just research these things before we shut them out. And so good for the Olathe school board that really like didn't make a judgment just because of a name, but said, you know, this is, let's, let's have equality, you know? And, um, yeah. So. All right. Good deal. Sorry for my rant. Um, did you see this video of, uh, Iowa basketball star, Caitlin Clark, who yes. collided with the fan? Okay. So, Crazy. so for those who didn't see this, um, Caitlin Clark, who was a, a phenomenal basketball player, uh, for women's basketball at the college level. And she has brought a lot of attention to, uh, women's college basketball, um, so Ohio state pulled off a big upset against Iowa. I gotta be honest. I don't know what the rankings are for Iowa and all that. I can't say I looked that up, but, um, <laughs> yeah, um, but nonetheless, Iowa state won upset there. And so their fans storm the court. That's how big of a deal. College basketball is uh, women's college basketball is they're storming the court now, uh, for these games. Uh, but one Iowa state fan, while the Iowa players are trying to leave an Iowa state fan collided with Caitlin Clark. I thought it was Ohio State fan. Oh, what did I say? Uh, I, I'm in Ohio State. Okay, Iowa. thank you. O- Ohio, Iowa. Sorry, they sound similar. But um, I, I guess this woman had a – she was filming while she's storming the court, which a lot of people do because uh, they want to go viral. You, we talked about the like button, how powerful it is. And she was not paying attention, and sure enough, she collided into the best basketball player in the world and um, looked at her for a second – and then decided to just keep running. Now, the athletic director for Ohio State did apologize to Caitlin personally. And she she was okay, by the way. She was on the press conference. She said she appreciated the AD um, apologizing and all that stuff. But, uh, mm-hmm. Melly, I don't know if you remember, but I think like 2014, 2015, 16-ish, somewhere around that time, uh, K-State pulled off a big upset against KU. And they stormed the court. And while they were doing that, Bill Self was trying to shake hands with the K-State coach. I can't remember who the K-State coach was at the time, but they actually had fans running into Bill Self, which, and Bill Self looked like he was trying to push back. And then Jamari Trailer, who was with the Jayhawks at the time, a K-State fan ran into him, bumped into him, and a photographer actually got a picture of that, and Manhattan police actually published the picture on their like social media. They're like, Hey, we're looking for this kid. If you know who he is, tell us immediately. I'm like, Whoa, this is a huge deal. Now, nothing bad happened in that one, but the Kansas city star did come out with an article less than 48 hours after that, about how someone ended up in a wheelchair, uh, because of court storming. So uh, this was at the time, um, this thing hardly happens. People who storm the field or storm the court after a big upset win, they're generally pretty cautious and aware. They usually leave the opposing players alone, which is, I, I got to be honest, kind of surprising to me sometimes. Uh, you saw the video. What were your thoughts on this? Well, it looked pretty like if I were that player's mom, if I were Caitlin's mom, I would be super pissed. I've actually, because... I've actually heard she gets, she got angry about it. Yeah. I mean, they could have injured her. They could have taken, they could have stolen her career from her and that's BS, you know, and, and to just look at her, like it looked painful. I, 
I know that I probably would have broken a foot or something if somebody collided like me. And I put, I dropped the link so other people could check it out. But I, I think it's wrong. And I think that it just kind of, that's the part of humanity that I don't like. People who do something and they just barely take any ownership of it. Now, if that fan had gone and helped her up and apologized, she should have been the one to apologize, you know? I would have a different feeling about that, but that was pretty shitty for that fan to do that. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I get it. Um, I mean, I, I was never part of a court storm at KU. I, I, well, we don't storm the court for basketball games for obvious reasons, but football games, we were never that good to ever do that kind of thing. Um, I do remember, like, there was a point in time. I mean, KU is much better now in football, but there was a point in time where it's like we beat a Big 12 team once a year and we always storm the field even if it was the second worst big 12 team i'm like okay guys come on and then um we once beat rhode island who was a horrible bass uh, football team we beat them like 56 14 and our fans were storming the field i'm like this is embarrassing we we beat another shitty team and the pa announcer hold on the PA announcer actually goes, fans, please go back to your seats. Do not storm the field. It's like the PA announcer actually had to announce that. And I, by the way, by the way, K, listen, I, I'm a KU fan and grad. I love my Jayhawks, but KU fans get so offended when other teams storm the court against us. It's almost like when the Chiefs lose, like everyone loves it because they can't beat the Chiefs ever. So whenever um, whenever KU beats like the other worst team of the Big 12, we storm the field. And I posted that on my Facebook at the time. And one of my classmates was like, yeah, but the field is bigger. I'm like, why does that matter? You're storming the field against the second worst team in the Big 12. Anyway. We have grown since you then. Know, Carson, this is why I like your I, I like your mindset because you see things like just like you're you're fair about stuff and you're able to criticize like your own side if they're doing some stupid and foolish clownish things. So I agree with you. I mean, really, come on, let's save the storming of the field um, for something that really matters, a game that is truly, you know, just you, ugh, that once in a lifetime game. Like, like, Otherwise, it doesn't mean anything. Like, it just makes you look stupid. When KU beat Oklahoma this year, yes, you stormed the field for that. That is when you storm the field. Did they? Did they storm it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was. A, I think that was like. See, here's another one. Now Texas at the time was like, eh, but. I think I saw a stat like it was KU's first win against Texas since World War II was going on. I'm like, you know what? If you beat a team for the first time, if you play them every year, every other year, and you beat them for the first time since World War II, yeah, you damn well deserve to storm the field for that. That's right. Where's your sound effects? Uh, you need to have one that's storm the field. That's my favorite one. Okay, was, Melody and I, we were kind of like, well, it was more so me having fun. Um, there's a music bed in here. I don't want to play that for copyright. Okay, here's this. There is a local radio station that does the applause sound whenever they have a guest come on, and it just sounds so cringe. Like, you can tell it's obviously fake. Here's crickets. This is, uh, basically Chiefs haters whenever the Chiefs win. Um, this is also Chiefs haters. I have that. And then I can change my, my voice like this. 
Um, I don't. This is not good podcasting whatsoever. I, I don't know. What am I doing? Um, do, you, do you ever listen to Jeffrey and Brooke in the morning? They like make prank phone calls to people. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, my friend Jared McMullen, we should get him on the podcast. He's been on my podcast before, but with you, it'd be funnier. Uh, he used to do prank calls on YouTube, but no, I, what are their names again? Jeff and Brooke in the morning, Jeffrey and Brooke in the morning. You can find them on YouTube, but they are hysterical. But today they disguise their voices. So people will call them or tell them or email them and say, I need you to prank call my friend, my husband, my cousin, blah, blah, blah. And they'll give them all these details so that it, it sounds real legit. And today um, they prank phone called this husband and they said they were from the recycling place and that he didn't, um, you know, like compact his cardboards like they need, like he needed to. And then the guy was like coming up with the excuse of why he didn't. And so then, you know, the prank callers were like, oh, and they were doing that little voice that you did. They were like disguising their voice to mock him. And he was just, he was so irate. And it was probably the mo one of the most funny pranks that they had done at this point. But yeah, they were mocking them with those, changing their voices to like say, oh, you couldn't do it because your really bitty hands were cold. I mean, it was, it was funny. I um, funny, but... I'll have to check that out. I actually looked it up on YouTube. I will 100% uh, do that. Um, hold on. I'm trying to think. Okay. So right. Ryan... we prank phone call? We should prank phone call people. Oh God, no! I. What, what do we do? People still prank phone call people. But what are we gonna do? Should. Did you? You probably weren't alive before Star Sixty Seven. Oh right? no, I'm very like, well aware. Oh, people in middle school, high school, because like the school directory that has all the uh, like students' addresses and their phone numbers. Oh, people took advantage of that. So you did you used to prank call people or did you always have caller ID? Cuz I used to prank people before caller ID came out. See, we had caller ID but you could disguise it well not disguise it but use star 67 to block it out. I know if you use Skype, you can actually change your phone number. You can disguise it, which is pretty dangerous, right. but that is but Skype isn't a thing anymore. Oh, it's not. Or uh -huh. Skype is gone. Oh, okay. I did not know. Okay, rest. I did I not know that. You can use Google. You can use Google to hide your phone number, but we should do that, Farzine. Who are, who are we so going to call? We could do what these people do. Like, if you want us to prank somebody, you have to give us a number. You have to give us all the background information so that we can, like, pretend like we're, we're – I mean, it would be great. I would love to do that. The, I could totally do it. This is what my friend Jared from Friday Night Cranks did. This is exactly what he did. Um Actually, I, I should send you uh, one of the calls I uh, sent him when I gave him information on uh, on someone. Uh, he hasn't done it any, anymore in a long time. But, um, you, you know, this all uh, reminds me of Ryan Secret's um, radio show. He does Ryan's Roses where a woman can call and Ryan can call somebody and say, hey, uh, we're uh, – we're selling roses. Uh, you pick a lady of your choice. And if they say the name of another person, because women will call and like um, request this in fear that their husband or boyfriend might be cheating. So if the guy says like the name of a completely different girl, that's when like they break character. They're like, dude, what are you doing? Who are these roses for? Um, no, seriously, go search Ryan Seacrest roses on YouTube. There are a lot of them. Oh my gosh. And does it sometimes happen that they're getting roses for other people? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, here's a funny one. Um, 
There was a radio station in Detroit. That is not funny. That's horrible. Well, okay, I agree. That that is horrible. Um, there was a radio station in Detroit. They were doing false confessions for Valentine's Day, and oh, the idea was if you could, if you could get your loved one to like love you and forgive you, then they would give away Kanye West tickets, which is funny. Kanye West tickets. So, for example, um, for example, one guy called his grandma and said that he was gay. And the grandma, the the idea was to get the grandma to love and accept him, which she did. And they gave them Kanye West tickets. Uh, So (laughs) anyway, a woman called and said that um, she wanted to prank her husband and tell her or tell him that their son is not his, which is a very interesting idea to go with in the first place. Uh, But she even admits that there was actually a concern at one point as to whether or not the son was his. So this is already a bad idea from the start. And so she they set up the phone conversation on the radio. She calls him and he's like frustrated and he goes, OK, you want to uh, start um, revealing secrets? He goes, I've been sleeping with your sister for the past year. And the radio hosts just like they just jumped in. They're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. And yeah, that. What was that? Yeah, I'll send that, that one to you as well. It's actually, I mean, okay, it's not funny, but it, come on, it is kind of funny. It's it happened on the radio. Oh my gosh. That is crazy. I, I, I could never. Oh, do you ever crazy. listen to Doctor? Yeah, I know. Um, do you ever listen to Doctor Laura Schlesinger's radio show, or have you ever in the past? <laughs> my parents love Doctor Laura. She is so cutthroat i I was just like even as i was like why do people call into her show are they masochistic do they want to hate themselves because she's so mean (laughs) she is um here's my thing like there are some people who call in with like serious problems that are not like you don't laugh at that but then there's like some people who call in they're like my boyfriend won't hang out with me he just plays pokemon go i'm like Really? You called for that? Just break up with him. <laughs> Who calls Dr. Laura for that? Are you a are you a Dr. Laura fan? I, I I'm not a fan of hers. I'm just a fan of her show. There's a difference. <laughs> I can't believe she's still on air. I can't believe that people call into her show. Seriously, if you were going to call into her show, what would you say? Tell me. Uh, I'd be like, what yeah, my, my, my co-host Melody won't accept the fact that I like being single and she is trying to hook me up with women who are already <laughs> taken and live several hundred miles away from me. Well, how do I, what do I do to get her to stop? I haven't done it that much, but I'm keeping my eyes open. Okay. Well, you are I awesome. Am. See, uh, earlier, who was it? Ashley, I think, said that you are an awesome wing woman. So I appreciate that. Yeah, it will. One day, maybe I can make it happen for you. Just at least, maybe not, maybe not, you know, marriage, but maybe a good, you know, I don't know. And you know what? Listen, you don't have to be married to be happy, number one, period. Oh, hell no. But you also oh, don't no. have to marry. You also don't have to marry someone to be in a relationship with them long term. You know, if it, if, I, I feel sorry for people that are getting married right now. Like, really? Like, run. Are you sure you want to do this? Because I think about it all the time. Like, why did I want this so badly? It's hard work. Like, <laughs> it's fucking hard. Seriously. I'm just being honest. Although like, I love my husband. If Max sees this, I love you. Like, <laughs> um, 
I'd be a terrible boyfriend, uh, like right now. Like all the things I'm doing right now, if I was in a relationship, I would have to choose like either the relationship or all the things I'm doing. And I, at least I'm being honest about it. There are people who like want to be in a relationship, but they won't like put in the effort. I'm just being honest about it. Yeah. yeah. Look at this. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Caitlin, maybe she's, but she's a little young for you. Yeah. If you were to, <laughs> if Farzine, if you were to date someone, do you, do you want them around your age? Do you want them younger? Do you like them older? Like, uh, what's, like what's my, my max is like five years older or younger. Like oh, no okay. more than five. Okay. That's not bad. You're thinking but, uh, of someone right Tina now, says, aren't you? Tina says you're a cat. Well, thank you, Tina. I, I agree, Tina. I agree. I disagree. But, you know, here's the thing. You might find somebody that wants to do all that stuff with you and have fun with you. And that's what would make it good. And 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 I like that you don't want to be in a relationship just to be in a relationship. If I could go back and talk to my younger self, that's what I would teach myself. And that's what I try to tell my kids. Like, I don't care who they are. I, I mean, like, I don't care if they're, if they're straight or gay or whatever. I just want them to pick good people. If they're going to be in a relationship, I want them to choose good people. And that's one of the biggest things for me and what I want for my kids in their future. I don't think you have to be married to be happy. And I don't think you have to be, you can be in a long-term relationship. I know people that have been in long-term relationships and they're not married like traditionally. And um, yeah, it, her flop game is strong. I, what What is this? But <laughs> um, Oh, I, I'm guessing that might mean like flopping on, like that's when you fake an injury or whatever. You make it seem like someone hit you or some shit. Oh. Um, actually, oh, you know, what's really fun. Oh, probably. You know, what's really Clark funny. If Caitlin Clark saw this and she thought you were hot, would you like, would you ask her out? No, she's like in her 20, like early 20s. Okay. Well, she's way too young. Um, I mean, it'd be cool if she, why, if she's watching this, she must not have anything fun to do. Like, come on. Um, uh, you know, what's really funny. Cause I'm on like Bumble and Hinge and Tinder. I actually will go, like, ladies. I actually will like match with someone once in a while and they'll be like omg i follow you on facebook i'm like oh god <laughs> um i actually actually I, I don't think i ever told you this we'll, we'll talk about this and then we'll wrap up the podcast because when we're going like this off topic i think we got to end it but um there was someone did we who, talk about all the things you wanted to talk about yes we did yeah yeah we did um okay. there was someone okay, who, I, who i was seeing over the summer um which In i was this past summer yeah you didn't tell me that. Yeah, I know I did it. <laughs> um, she was cool and all like she was kind of like nerdy like me. Like she's into Pokemon and plays video games. Um, so that was like cool and all because I've never met a girl. And she's like super into football, like more than me. Um, and then she moved to St. Joe and my hometown. my hometown. Yes, your hometown. That is where the Chiefs do training camp. So I went over to yeah. her visit her and we actually went to training camp practice which was boring as hell by the way i can think of be not because of her but because training camp is just boring in general in my opinion but um yeah we hung out uh we kind of just got to know each other even though we had a lot in common we just as much as i was hoping we would 
vibe or gel we just weren't because she would because she would just then like start texting me about her fantasy football team and folks i'm sorry if people text me about their fantasy football team i do not care at all like i just don't um unfortunately our conversations just kind of like got really stagnant we just stopped talking to each i think we both ghosted each other at the same time <laughs> wait are you into fantasy football? Hell no. I, okay. Oh my God. I didn't know that. No, I, I, fantasy football is like the most boring thing ever. I would rather watch paint dry than play fantasy football. So that's the, it, I have a lot of feelings on this one. Number one, I used to, I went, I first started at college at Missouri Western. So that's so cool. The connection. Um, but and plus, I hate fantasy football, and I do also hate when people talk to fantasy football to me. I just like the Chiefs. I can't follow all these other teams. I don't care what they're doing. I just like the Chiefs, right? Yeah. So, um, but that's the suckiest part is when you like, you know, like when you don't have that chemistry. But there are so many other things that check the list, you know. But I want to say that you definitely, definitely want to feel that spark, and that spark is important, and it changes over time. I've been with my husband for almost seven, no, eighteen years, almost married, whatever. Wow! Shout out to you almost. guys. <laughs> it's been a fucking crazy ride, but um, I will say that it changes over time, and it can, you know, has its high and lows or whatever. But you definitely want that spark because when it's gone. Yeah, like, I mean, it sucks. I mean, you have that's for me, I'm a Scorpio. Like, I want that chemistry because it makes me feel like I'm still alive, you know? And uh, I'm glad you, I'm glad you noticed that about yourself. Again, this is why you're such a great catch because you understand yourself. You know what you want. I think you're awesome. Oh, well, well thank you. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> the chat room just turned into a fantasy football discussion, which is great. <laughs> I just want to say Colt Colt is vulnerable right now. He said, I'm afraid. He's like afraid of having kids and bringing them in this world. And Shit, anyway, I, would I just be too. want to say, me too. Me too. What was I thinking? I have five and I can't take them back. So like, we're just going to roll with it here. But it is a scary place right now. Yeah, it is. Oh, shout out to Tina. She was the only lady in her fantasy football league and she kicked ass. See, I, I that, that. have that. We need to, when you have like, if let's say we go to the Super Bowl again and you have like your Fars cast and you have everybody on there, we need to have Tina or Ashley on. So I'm not the only female on there and I'm just saying bozo crap. They probably know what they're talking about. So it's not like I asked you to like name me the five best cover linebackers or anything like that. Yeah, but everybody else is like spitting out these facts. And I'm like, well, listen, guys, we're going to win by three points in the last 30 seconds of the game guarantee you and then everybody i remember last year everybody was like no they're gonna take it they're not gonna have nerves this game and i'm like wait a minute have we been watching the same team because they will be clawing their way to the top i predicted the score to sunday's game i got the exact you score down you did you did cut myself did you on put the any money on it i did yeah. not put money on that but i also won two parlays um do you know what a parlay is with sports betting not really, but okay, I'll tell you. So, so there are different kinds of parlays. You can bet on like different teams to win, and I got all four games over the weekend correct. Not just like picking the teams, but also like the point spread and some of them. And then the other parlay I did, you can basically like say who you think is gonna like score a touchdown, and I got Rash- uh, uh, Isaiah Pacheco and Travis Kelsey, and I also got um, uh, I got 
I think I got Stefan Diggs under 75 yards, which was easy. And I picked the Chiefs to win, and there was like another yardage I did. So, yeah. Uh, good. Yeah. Uh, um, I just would, that's really cool, but I just want to address this. <laughs> I need a football loving woman in my life. I mean, maybe I should introduce you to the woman I was seeing over the summer because she's like really into football. I my husband doesn't care about football at all. I am literally watching the games by myself unless my son will watch with me sometimes. That is why I text you, Farzine. I'm like well, somebody it, you're it, like it's funny because like I'm doing text conversations with so many different people while I'm also trying to post on social media. So I try to get back to everyone while watching the game. So if I ever like don't get back to anyone, that's why. By the way, um uh, Ashley mentions college baseball is amazing. Uh, we actually, so I never told you this melody, but um, I've got a very good friend of mine who is in, um, he's a college baseball coach. Um, and I thought it'd be really cool to talk to a college baseball coach who is obviously involved with student athletes and you obviously are a teacher. Yeah. So it'd be really cool. You uh, know, I coached softball this last spring. You did? Yeah, I did. I've coached uh, for a few years. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Wow. We, see, we're yeah. learning things about each other today on this podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, we are, um, uh, he and I talked and I told him, I'm like, we got to have you on the podcast sometime and he's willing to come on. So we got to pin down a date because I think college baseball season is starting very, very soon. Um, baseball, college baseball, baseball starts early. So we got to, we got to figure that out soon. I love baseball. Baseball. I played softball for many years, so I follow baseball um, much easier. I love football, but like I can follow, I can go to any baseball game and I don't have to worry about if I don't know something. I feel like every time I watch a football game, I'm learning stuff that I didn't know. Like, I feel like there's always secrets popping up. Oh, this is something I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, we need to have a mom. That would be amazing. Yeah. By the way, shout out to Ashley. Just opened up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I'll put it back. Oh, whoops. You want to put it back on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, wow. uh, so I assume Ashley, I, awesome. uh, hopefully she gone. and her five-year-old are no longer in that spot, hopefully. So, I mean, congratulations. Yeah. yeah, that's the other thing, too. Like she mentioned, if it was not for sports, she would have been in a dark place. I remember in 2014, yeah, 2014, when the Royals were, they had their hot run. Um, yeah. That was they, my first. They lost that year. They Yes, and they won the next one. Uh -huh. Yes. So it, I remember it was my first night working at 610 Sports Radio, and they were, like, showing me the ropes and everything. And on that night, I'll never forget this. Somebody called into the radio station after the Royals won one of their games. And the person was, like, you know, talking, you know, uh, like, you could tell this person was, like, on the verge of crying because this person opened up and said that they have a lot of problems in their life. But the Royals are like getting him through. I'm like, like, okay, are do sports matter? No, like they yes. don't. Like no one, yes, you know. We do. It, but but here's the, it's not life or death. But there are a lot of people who get so inspired by it that it just like gives them a reason to want to push on with whatever they're dealing with. I'll be honest, like the Chiefs winning their games the past couple of weeks, it's kind of you know hyped me up a little bit. Has well, it not for you? When I. I don't know if you were uh, if you have seen me on CBS this morning, but the year that the Royals won their um, World Series 2015, I had all this stuff in my classroom. Of course, I was teaching in Texas, and um, I really needed a comeback year. Like that was a really hard year for me. Um, the year previous, I had a lot of personal things go 
to the left or whatever, like, you know, just stuff that I don't want to talk about because I don't want to cry. Yeah. But shit got real. And that really did mean something to me. And I, I tackled like I did that. That World Series was amazing. And it was my class was with me. Of course, I'm teaching in Texas. They don't know anything about the Royals, but I'll have I had all my Royal stuff in my classroom. And when I did, um, I I was featured on CBS this morning and um, nice. all my Royals were on there. You know, that is awesome. Royal. <laughs> yeah. And it did. It meant a lot. Like the year that we lost in 2014, I remember I remember crying. Of course, nobody was watching with me. I had a newborn. And I was watching by myself. She watched with me too, but it was, it, you know, it was heartbreaking because I just thought we were going to go all the way. And the next year they fought so hard and won. I loved it. Yeah. That was amazing. Plus my dad was still alive and, you know, we would, you know, we would text back and forth and just, it, it, you know, Royals, Royals, Kansas city Royals. I grew up going to like all their games every summer, you know? So yeah. What was the last time you went to a Royals game? Yeah. Oh my God. I probably wasn't even married. I was probably dating Mac, I think was the last time. And I hardly ever get to Missouri anymore. So yeah, it's been at least 15 years, if not longer. Uh, I, I was just trying to think if you've seen the renovations. So you probably have not seen the new stadium. I haven't. Yeah. And aren't they going to go to a new place? Like, aren't they moving? Uh, maybe <laughs> that, that is a whole different subject. Um, they're like, Frank White is like playing hardball with the Chiefs and Royals right now. And I don't know. I, I don't even know the detail. Every time I post about it on my social media, no one cares. So if no one really wants to talk about it, I'm not really going to look into it too much. Um, but yeah, Frank White and the here. Okay. I will actually say this right now. Frank White does hold a bit of a vendetta against the Royals. Um, and I know this. I, uh, let's just say I have some inside sources, Melody. Um, uh, because he wanted to be the manager of the Royals, but instead they went with Trey Hillman and he took it personally that they did not hire him. And now he's involved in like the political side of things in Kansas city. And he has played hardball with the Royals and chiefs. Hello, no pun intended. Or was it? <laughs> uh, hey where's your, where's your buzzer? Uh, I don't, I, I do not see. I was telling you this before we started recording. I need to add some things to the soundboard. Um, Ashley says she thinks the downtown stadium will be a mess. And I agree. They should not move Kaufman. I love Kaufman stadium. Oh, I would love to go to every single baseball stadium in the country. See, I've been to several mayor Lucas, Quentin Lucas. He is like infatuated with the idea of a downtown stadium. I, I get it. Like it looks beautiful, but here's the other thing too. Like the Royals and the chiefs where they're located, it really is in the middle of nowhere. But even then it kind of is a decent location. When you think about the parking structure, like the parking lot and everything, all right. that stuff that to me is, you know, I, I think that is, is pretty plus they just renovated the stadiums. What? Like 14, 15 years ago. So, yeah. um, I do think a new chief stadium would be cool because if we do it right, we could get final fours and super bowls here and some other major events. Um, Cause I've been to the Raider stadium a couple of times. It is a damn nice stadium. It really is. I like, I uh, listen, I hate the Raiders, but one, I like their color scheme. It's, it's got to admit number two, their stadium's awesome. Um, and they probably will. They have the Super Bowl this year. They will probably get Final Fours and some other major events in the future. So, I don't know. Just something to think about there. 
Yeah, those Raiders, they suck. We hate them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Melody, uh, before we get out of here, uh, how can uh, people check out your work? How can they connect with you? You're so sweet. Hey, guys. Um, so if you want to find me on Facebook, I'm going to drop the link. It's Facebook dot com mj mccallie writes um if you look at melody mccallister you'll find me i'm the yeah anyway um but yeah f- just find me um i'm on mj mccallie writes i'm on twitter i'm on everything i if, the, if they're following you on twitter then i just tagged you in our live but yeah and um oh my gosh can i get my story is about to turn four years old y'all so if you have a, a if you want a children's book that talks about like restoration this is a great children's book. But other than that, yeah. Um, okay. Good, good yeah. stuff. All right. Uh, well, I appreciate you joining me. I appreciate everyone joining and interacting with us, listening, whether it's live or on the archived version. For some reason, I accidentally put this on the Chief Zone's YouTube page. So, yeah, my bad. I will delete that because this is not a Chief Zone podcast. Anyway, guys, I'm out of here. Peace out. I'll be back tomorrow for an episode of the Chief Zone podcast. See you guys then. Take care.